0: Welcome to Slophouse Ramblings with your host, Dave Crum. Welcome back to the Slophouse, and by now you know the saying, when you pull up to the trough at the Slophouse, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, this will be the third episode that we've done, and uh, we've got things rolling pretty good. We are now on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, social media platforms. Uh, our shows are also airing on Google Podcast, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and uh, there's several others that um, that we're on. And hopefully, before long, we'll be on Pandora. But uh, just keep listening and subscribing, and sharing, and liking our uh, podcast, and uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling you're listening to this today, it is Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day. Be sure that you get out there and you show that special someone that you care about them and you love them and make them feel like they're special today. So happy Valentine's Day to all you listeners. There's a quote that I have from Fran LeBeau, and it says, If you can stay in love for more than two years, you're on something. Today I have with me here in the Slop House a lady. Who can tell you that that's a false? Because she was in love for more than 52 years. The man that she met, and she is my grandmother, Evelyn Crum, and we all call her Mamaw. And a lot of people around this area call her Mamaw. So it's good to have you with us today. Thank you. So today we're going to dive in, and we're going to talk about your love life. Oh, <laughs> and you—you've uh, got a pretty unique story, I think, and uh, we. We, co- we grew up calling him Papaw, and then we had my, my niece came along, which was the first grand girl in the uh, family. She started calling him Pappy, so everybody started calling him Pappy then. So I want you to tell us how you met Pap. Well, I was in
1: high school, Inez High School. So we were sitting in typing class, and this girl, I'll not mention her name, was in class, and she said, I met the cutest boy downtown today. And I said, what he looked like? She said, he was good looking. But she said, I don't think I really want him. She said, uh, if you can take him, you can have him. And I said, how many days will you give me? So she, <laughs> she said, three. We go out in town at lunchtime. And uh, they were sitting in this restaurant. So I looked him over. And I guess he looked me over a few times too. But anyway, the next day, we went back out in town. And, and we could dance in about any restaurant in town then. And uh, he asked me to jitterbug with him. So I did. And so we started talking. And the next day, I was sitting with him. So she had someone else online anyway, I think. He <laughs> and so that's how we met. And then we dated, started dating. We dated for 10 months.
0: Do you remember your first date with him? Can you tell us, was it when you danced at that first time, or was it?
1: No. Uh, he came to my home and and we, uh, I can't remember, we either came back over to a ball game or the movie. It was always a ball game or movie then, okay. back when we were dating.
0: So that was within the first few weeks that you yeah. that you yeah. knew it, yeah, you're your, right. fir- your mm-hmm. first date came along. You dated 10 months, you stayed. you dated 10 months before uh-huh. you married him. Uh-huh. Tell us a little bit about those 10 months. Well, near, was it a, did it go by quick or?
1: We got married uh, the day after graduation. And he was working in West Virginia. And they were only getting like two days a week or so. So we moved to Columbus, Ohio. And for the first 10 years, uh, it went, well, we got along good. Of course, I was always, he was low key. And I was always hyper. So <laughs> he had a way of calming me down with his talk when I'd get, I guess, I don't know get huffy at times I guess but anyway that's uh, the first 10 years was uh, it was good but it it wasn't uh, like it was after the first 10 years and then we uh, my grandfather passed away in Martin County and we come back to take care of my mamaw that raised me then we started going to church after that
0: let me back up here and uh you you said you were you got married right after high school uh-huh. and I think you told me earlier you graduated high school in 1952 mm-hmm. and you got married in 1952 yeah and you were married for over 52 years right at 52 years, we were
1: married 50 years and four
0: months 50 years and four months mm-hmm. okay but um, I want to, you, you to tell us about, we talked about it earlier, I want you to tell us about when uh, he proposed to you and what your, uh, my, what your dad had to say. and. Uh.
1: Oh, my. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: my dad, my mother passed away when I was born. That's why my grandmother raised me. But anyway, my dad was, well, he was kind of, he only had... Uh, Myself and my sister had two girls, and he was a little bit... Rambunctious. Yeah, and so you want to know when he proposed to me? Yeah. We were I want, sitting I want, on the front porch. When Pat proposed to you. One night before he left to go back home, and uh, he asked me if, if I would marry him. And actually I said yes, and he said, Well, I've already asked your dad, so he must have been ahead of himself, but anyway... He had asked my dad for a hand in marriage. That's the way we did it back then. And uh, I said, well, what did my dad say? He said, well, he looked me straight in the face. And he said, said he well, he said, if you all love each other, well enough and think you can make it. He said, I'm all, you know, in other words, he had his blessing. But he said, now, she may be hard to handle. <laughs> so he said, if you can't get along with her and the handler said, You never slap her around he said, You bring her back to me and I'll take I'll take care of things, he said.
0: So he was just leaned up against the porch post and Yeah.
1: And,
0: and <laughs> yeah. asked you to asked marry me
1: to marry him, yeah.
0: <laughs> well what you you was talking earlier about when you were old. was he a good dancer? Oh
1: yes. Was he? Back then there was a lot of jitterbugging went on, all in town and uh Jenny Harden was my friend since first First week of high school, up until, well, just recently when she went on to be with the Lord. But anyway, we we could dance, and never when we were we were dancers back then, all of us. We just had a good time.
0: Well, you're 85, and you can still bust a move. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't imagine what to, what went on back then. So, but he was a good dancer. Yeah. Was he fun to be around for those 10 months? Oh, yes. I know that later on in life, when I came along and got to know him, he was a clown, but was he, was he the same yeah. way back then? Mm-hmm. Can you can you tell us about the day you and him got married? I know there's a story here about the car ride oh. and all that, and uh, I think it's funny, and I think okay. the, the listeners would like to hear this, too. We were going to Paintsville, and
1: uh, back then we didn't actually plan a big wedding or anything. We just was going to Paintsville to this preacher's house to get married, and uh my grandmother, she was going with us. So his mama, uh, she was she was going with us too.
0: And she was tough, right?
1: Says she was tough. So uh, that was when we had that oldsmobile. I had the the wide seat in front, and three can ride, you know. Yeah. No seat belts or nothing back then. But anyway, his brother was going with us. Sherman. My mom got real sick car riding anywhere, so she always rode the front with me. Well, his mama said, well, said I get kind of sick too. And I said, well, I'll tell you what. Both of you just ride up there with Quentin, and I'll ride back here with Sherman.
0: So you was with your so, groom on your wedding day, and you had to let the mama sit up front yeah, with him. I, I, <laughs> so he, it was so cute, though. He'd peep at me
1: through that mirror, and I'd turn my head off. Because <laughs> it was just really fun time. I loved all of them. I mean, uh, his mama, she was she's tough at times, but
0: she we got one good tough yeah. love, I guess. When you got to where you were going to get married, isn't is there a story there about when you was, he come to get you out of the car or? Yeah. You have to tell that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I want to hear this. So uh,
1: we'd gone through four days of, uh, uh, well, we didn't have proms back then, no dancing proms. We had to sit down dinners, and Mister Williamson gave us a little speech and all that stuff, and we'd gone through graduation, a baccalaureate, and all that stuff. Well, I was already tired, so. We got there, and the preacher wasn't there at the time. And so we had to wait. So there was a restaurant, Daniel's restaurant, right there close to the hospital. We parked in that lane there. And they'd gone in there, my grandmother and his mama, to get him something to drink. So his brother was sitting in the car. And uh, so I had tears of eyes and I was tired of waiting and all that stuff. So his brother peeped his head in the wind and let, said to me, he said, well, do you have to get married? And I said, no. Blank no. <laughs> <laughs> then there was a big lie. <laughs> but anyway, we did it. We tied the knot that day.
0: Tied the knot. And it, how many days after graduation was it from when you tied the knot? You said right after. Was it just like a day or two after, or the mm-hmm. next day after? Yeah. So you graduated one day and you got married yep. the next day, next day. Was you 17 or 18 can well, you I
1: don't know
0: how to count back. <laughs> so there was a whole lot going on in your life at that time. Yeah. You were, you were entering into the real world, and then you were yeah. getting married yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he was about 10 years older than you, right? Right. And but he storied at first. He told you he was younger than yeah, what Yeah, younger was. than what
1: he was, and okay. he looked younger.
0: <laughs> you um, you told us there a little bit earlier, but we're going to go back to it. You were married 52 years together. You, you said, how long was it from the time you got married that you went to Columbus? Did you live around here for a little while in Martin County, or did you... Was it pretty close to right after you got mm, married? One long, maybe a wasn't month. You, you spent basically the first ten years of your marriage in Columbia, Columbus. So tell us, tell us a little bit about that time over the over that fifty-two year span of what uh, what life held for you. I know you talked about moving back here after your yeah um, your grandmother got uh-huh. sick and what you oh, call her mom. You
1: mean in in Columbus?
0: Yeah, tell about okay. about those fifty-two years. Just tell us what you feel like you need to tell us about. How life was your
1: well? It was, it was good. Uh, but we worked. I mean, we worked all time. I mean, he was on a different. We worked at Westinghouse. Went down got his job at Westinghouse. Was we're on different different shifts. But that way we didn't. You know, it was just work, work, and then, then uh, Deborah Ann came along uh, in '53. Got married '52, and in '53 in June, Debbie was born, and then two years later, Mary Ellen, and two years later, Mike, and then Rose wasn't born six years after that, so I had four kids, and and it took everything. I mean, you had to deal with it, but we got along good all the way through it. But now he he liked to have one day a week in Columbus, one Friday night, to play cards with all the boys from back in Martin County, and that was his... That was his getaway. That
0: was his getaway, and you were you were there with the kids,
1: right? I <laughs> There with the kids. But my cousin, and me, then on Saturday, we would go downtown to uh, uh, spend two or three hours downtown, and they would keep and he would keep watch, the kids. Watch so the kids.
0: Yeah. All right. There's a time you was talking about Westinghouse there, and he was like a supervisor, right, at Westinghouse, and he? And I was working. He was a he was down a down assembly face. line worker. Yeah, tell us about that time.
1: Oh, about he was on the line.
0: No, when he whistled at the, at the women down oh, there. Oh
1: mercy! Yeah, the he worked on the assembly line, and it was right going down by the cafeteria. Well, we were going down to lunch, a bunch of us were one day, and here he was. All those guys were whistlers anyhow. Everybody went down. So here he was. I walked up and friend of his was working alongside of him, and he was there just slapping his legs, like, legs life, and about to fall off of there laughing at me because I stood there and watched him. He leaned over and <laughs> held on a pole, and some blonde was going down through there, and he's whistling all the way down at her. I walked up to him, and I said, hey, honey, let me have some money to eat on today. <laughs> but we just had fun like that.
0: You know, y'all you had a good marriage, from what i seen. Yeah. But there was a lot of ups and downs, just like any mm-hmm, marriage. In marriage. And uh, you all worked through it, and mm-hmm. and grew closer and closer as time went on. So would you would you consider those years great years? Those fifty two years, great years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change a thing. I mean. Uh, well, the only thing I would change, in it would be maybe we would watch our money a little more. But we had at one time after we moved back here, and they all got in uh, school. I mean, college stuff. We had three in college at one time, and one in grade school. And then it re- i mean, we had a—we operated a restaurant, went up at four o'clock in the morning, and fed about forty men going to Wolf Creek Mines or somewhere. Then we ran the dollar general store came down at five and uh opened it i mean at nine and opened it up and worked till five went back up and, and uh closed out the restaurant so but i don't regret a day of it don't regret awesome. that,
0: that was my next question if you could if you could go back and do something different what would you do different so you would you would've watched your money a little more, and watched the
1: money more, and uh, went along the way we were because that's the only way we had making it. Then because you had to work to, to give your kids a good education.
0: And during during this time, he, you all, you like you shared, you you owned you owned some businesses and, mm-hmm. and done some things there, and and you were always right beside his side. You mm-hmm. was supported him no matter what he was. That's exactly right. Going to do
1: it, and Mark. when he became a minister in the church. I never
0: questioned it because what God had called him to do, I was along with him. You were called to go along with mm-hmm. him, okay. And uh, there were several places that you all moved during his time of, of ministry, yeah. right? And, uh, we
1: moved in, in the time of his ministry. We moved to London, Kentucky, to Urban, Kentucky, and he started a church in Louisa and Paintsville, and that's where the girls and me go now, Paintsville. But, uh, uh, yeah, and then he c- got to come back to his home church
0: in Inez before he But so he he pastored twice here in Inez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was Inez mm-hmm. the first church that he that he yeah. ever pastored to Inez and then he got to come back there. So and you, you stayed right beside him mm-hmm. all the way through it all. Yeah, not sure I sure did. I can remember a number I do of those it again. years. Was there any time that you felt I know that if you could go back and change it, was there any time in that during that marriage that you felt like you failed at something?
1: Uh, not really. I mean uh I tried, you know, done your best. Every, anything I was into. I tried to
0: do okay. my best. Uh, what's one of the most? What well, you feel like's the greatest accomplishment out of the 52 years that you spent with uh, Pat?
1: All my kids and my grandkids and my great-grandkids. And You've been blessed to. See been some, blessed to have them, and all, they all. They all seem to love me and support me and stuff.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to talk a little bit here. Uh, this may, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But when you lost it, can you tell us what you felt?
1: Well, he had been sick for quite a while, and we—I'd stayed 21 days with him, and saw him suffer in the hospital. And uh, then we brought him home, and about a year and a half, he done pretty well. And uh, then he started getting weaker and weaker, and and uh, I knew it was, you know, getting time for him to go, but. You never, you never want to give him up. Yeah. And uh, I still think of him every day. But I know he's in a better place, and he's not sick anymore.
0: But did you feel like you would lost a, a big part of you? Yeah, part of, part of me. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But, yeah.
0: but you've overcome. You, I know you miss him every day, and, yeah. and you think about him every day. But you've over, you've overcome that. You've done, done pretty good. I so see. Yeah. Died in 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You you
1: have to. You know, and for the kids' sake, you have to go on.
0: What do you feel was your biggest biggest motivator to keep you uh, going after you lost him?
1: Well, I was sitting in church, and uh, he had bought me a New Testament. And I opened it up, and I, hadn't, I guess I hadn't noticed that. And what he had written on one of the pages, he said, uh, I'm giving you this as a source of strength for you down through life. And that has been... Actually, kept me focused, and uh, with the Lord's help, and it gives me strength and makes me stronger.
0: So the strength of the Lord's helped you carry on the last eighteen yeah, years, yeah. And know it, and then you got the assurance, as long as you stay rooted in that faith, that you're going yeah, to see him again.
1: It's exactly right.
0: Well, we're gonna we're gonna draw it down here in just a minute, but I got one more question. It may be hard for you to answer. It being Valentine's Day, if you could talk to him, what would you tell him today?
1: Well, I would tell him that. Naturally, that I love him. And he always bought me the most beautiful cards. If we didn't have money enough to get, like back then, a big gift or something, he would search. And I know I was hard to buy a card for.
0: you was <laughs> but tough, me Dad told you from
1: the get <laughs> go. I was going through them not long ago. That Rose and me were going through, the, and I've saved them all. And I had some of the most beautiful cards. And uh, I would tell him, that I miss him every day and that, that I know that he's not suffering and he's in a better place and uh, that uh, me and all my children and grandchildren great-grandchildren will all be together with him again.
0: He was a good guy. Yeah, he was. He was a great guy and uh, and I know you miss him and we do too. We all do. He was probably the rock or the yeah, blue that held the family together. Yeah. But when you met him 50, let's see, it'd be He's been gone 18 years, so over 60-some 60, 60 years ago, close to, I guess, 70, when you met him, did you think that mm-hmm. life would be what it was when you look back? On the- one thing we promised each other when
1: we got married, and, and the first week, to not if we had any differences, it was, maybe I get puffy at times, but we would always, he would always talk it out with me. We'd always talk it out, and we never, ever, we promised, and we never did that I can ever remember, ever went to sleep mad at each other. Never, in the 50 years. And
0: you go back and you do it all over again? All over again, yep, I would. Is there anything or advice? To you To being seasoned to young people or to a couple about to get married or?
1: I know there's lots goes on in this world now that maybe wasn't back then to deal with, but I would say to talk it out and talk things over, you know, before you separate and go your separate ways, to talk things over and see if you can't work out. Right your best to work
0: things out. So basically just to try to work through your problems, just not yeah. give up. It's easy. You've uh, you've been around for quite a while. You've got some pretty good wisdom. And uh, you're 85. And, and tell, us, tell us what your hobbies are right now. I know you've, you've face some illnesses and stuff. But just kind of give a little bit of light of how feisty you are. <laughs> and uh, that, you know, I always, I always think about when you get cranked up. When well, we were at home and he would say, now, Mom, can well, you... Watch what you do. Watch doing.
1: your blood pressure.
0: Yeah. So tell us tell us a little bit about your hobbies and what, what you've been doing in the last eighteen years. Well,
1: other than going to the doctors, I like to go dancing every now and then.
0: What's your favorite music? What's your favorite dancing? style of dancing?
1: Line dancing, flat footing, two stepping,
0: whatever. Whatever. As long as you're cutting a rug and yeah. you busting a move.
1: Keeps yeah. me. My doctors uh they found it out now. So they always tell me when I leave. Just keep dancing they'll say dancing. It, it makes you you know it keeps you it's like a exercise and actually it's a good exercise until i have to quit why
0: you're gonna keep on going
1: that and going
0: to church yeah and yelling at these girls keeping them in line <laughs> yeah. and trying to keep dad in line yeah
1: yeah
0: that's a hard one to do ain't it
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like me hard to
0: do hard to do he's much like me well i thank you sitting for sitting down with me and, and talking about this I, I know there's a a lot of memories that we talked about there and yeah. a few tears shed but uh,
1: yeah
0: i think it's great i think yeah. the, that the listeners will enjoy hearing a tale from close to 70 years ago mm-hmm. of a love story that I appreciate you you're my second grandbaby and a love story that's still going on yeah even though he's not here with us you, it's still in my mind and so heart? when we yeah. look back at that quote that if you lo- if you're in love for more than 2 years you have to be on something We can say it's false. Life is sloppy. Life is messy. Life can be hard. But when you try to work through it and you try to navigate life one day, one minute, one second at a time, it's doable. People have unique stories, just like my grandmother and her. Basically a dare that her friend gave her three days to steal the boy from her, and she did. And she married him and was with him for over 50 years. People have unique stories like that all around us. So until next time here at the Slop House, get out and find out about those people around you.